We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. the heapy podcast i'm your host Giancarlo Navas, and with me today if you are watching on stream at twitch.tv slash mia we thank you and you see that we have the fullest house that we've had on mhp in a while shout out to our twitch audience shout out to our youtube audience you guys have been absolutely incredible even during the off season when uh heat content has been uh limited if i should say but you guys have been out supporting watching uh listening on the pod feed as well like we thank all our audience to our patrons patreon.com slash miami heat everybody who joins our spotify green room system. everybody has been absolutely incredible especially after the heat loss like two months ago what feels like two months ago i don't know time is time used to move slowly in the pandemic now it's moving very quickly i don't know what happened uh with me today we have our reality check master tiffany meeks hey 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 we have the great siobhan what's up and we have two illustrious guests friends of the show we have iman from dishes and dimes hello hello and we have sandy from dishes and dimes <laughs> Hello. How? Okay, so you guys, friends of the program, remember to listen to Dishes and Dimes. Follow them on Twitter. Do all that good stuff. They're on the Basketball News Network. As you know, Nikias is also there. You know, that that's family, right? So we, we want to have them here. We have a lot to talk about today. I, I think MHB hasn't really talked. We haven't really been on in a while. Uh, we had a, we had um, Miriam Fader last time uh, to talk about her Giannis book, but we haven't really had a chance to talk about everything that's been going on with ESPN. And we kind of wanted to get people, we wanted to get an appropriate panel to talk about it. So we kind of coordinated this. Um, Tiff, I know before we start, you have a few words. We ran uh, a campaign last month uh, and we did incredible, raised over $6,000 uh, for Pride. And I know you wanted to kind of address some things floor is yours. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to give a quick shout out to anybody and everybody that donated, that bought something, that tweeted, retweeted, and just basically give everybody props for showing up, showing out and doing all you can, you know, for pride month, but l- don't let that discourage you because guess what? Pride is 24, seven, 367 days and just be you and love you. And that's, that's all you can do. We are, pr- we're, I'm Tiff, 
I was so, listen, you know me. I'm the master of panic. I was so scared of everything happening. I was like, there's a lot of moving parts. Is this going to work? Siobhan's laughing because she knows, <laughs> right? Brass and I are rushing to get things done. This went absolutely incredible. And thanks to your hard work, Siobhan's hard work, Brass, Brian yeah. did a ton behind the scenes. Listen, Key, 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 Brian M, Brian Goins, and yes. boy, do I love to shit on Brian Everybody. Goins. But he worked really hard. So uh, Everybody. real, real Everybody. team win. Alf didn't do a lot. Alf just kind of showed up the day of. Yeah, Alf didn't do a lot. Shout out to Twisted Tapioca for the tier one sub. Shout out to Vane Hype for the tier one sub in chat. We appreciate it. Yeah. So we're going to get to some finals talk on the back end. But I, I guess, you know, we've talked a lot about, I mean, the people have talked a lot about about what's going on at ESPN with Rachel Nichols. But Sandy, it kind of, you you uh, you unearthed something new. You had a, a, a Twitter spaces at Kendrick Perkins join. And Kendrick Perkins it was it was very strange how he kind of tried to absolve himself of, of anything and being like, hey, I, I listen, I I don't want to I'm not out here to lose my job. And I, I thought that was interesting that right. he just totally wanted to distance himself from, hey, hey, why, 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 why what, what's all the finger pointing? <laughs> Yeah, um, I think part of it is because he knew we had a point. Um, he, the thing is, we had the the spaces on for for a while, like a couple of hours prior to him randomly showing up. And I was in the middle of a spiel, and I saw him kind of pop up, and I was like, "Well, you know, I'm gonna say what I gotta say with my chest. I'm not gonna, you know, hold back now that he's in here." So I think he felt like he needed to um, explain himself, which. I particularly asked for I kind of knew where he would stand essentially. And it was just really weird to hear a black man say, Well, you know, the only person that I need to put my neck out for is my wife. And essentially saying, fuck the rest of y'all, like I'm closing the door behind me. And he did not see why that would be a problem. Um, another thing that I thought was really weird was him saying that it was between two women and ESPN when it's clearly a systematic thing. And what Rachel said was barring a black woman from potentially getting a job. So it's not just two women bickering. It's white woman, like weaponizing her whiteness. And the fact that it just went over his head shouldn't have even surprised me because let's be honest here, like, <laughs> anyway. So for me, it's just like, I, I, I don't know, man. Like I didn't want the focus to be on the black people supporting real and her bullshit. But I think it was an important part of the conversation because essentially what they're doing is using the, the, the black men that, you know, spoke up before Rachel gave her bullshit apology. Um, they're using them as a buffer, right? Like, oh, she can't be racist. Right. She's being co-signed by co right. um, so-and-so. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I said what I had to say and that's that's that. So I, it's it's so funny because like, on one hand, I would go, oh, why would I expect him to understand or have any kind of nuance on this? But then there's that other side of me that like says, no, he knew exactly what he was exactly. doing. Yep. There's 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 something about that that catch and bait that that he was pu trying to pull in that moment, um, even after she gave what was supposed to be an apology. 
Um, I didn't take it that way. I don't know how everybody else took it, but I know how I took it. Um, And as the camera pans out, he's sitting there with Richard Jefferson. And first of all, you know, how, how weird is that, that you, you pan out and immediately here's two black men. Yep. So I, I, I found that, that to me, it, yeah. it looked at it as if ESPN had already written the script. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, cause there's so many things that are, yep. are wrong with the situation considering that this happened during the bubble. Right. Yep. And basically the story was that she got hacked, blah, blah, blah. Someone did this, someone did that. Um, and everyone set on it. So, so basically, you, you you're telling me that there's been no infighting behind the scenes. There's been nothing. Everyone's been friends. Everyone's fine. That woman did what? Said what? Mm-mm. Right. You can't work with me. We can't sit together. We can't be in the exactly. same room. We know that that's the case. Yeah, the story said as much. Exactly. Yeah. But they're painting this picture as kumbaya. Look yeah. at these guys. They yeah. love her. They're fine. Why, why yeah. is this one dark? You don't have an issue. My thing, with, my right. thing with Kirk is like his, he didn't even, <laughs> his stance didn't even have to come from any point of nuance. Like it's, it's have Maria's back or, or just, you know, kind of continue to, to ride and, and, and defend Rachel who, does not need your defense. Rachel is a middle-aged, be fine. middle aged middle Rachel's a middle-aged, you know, all right looking white woman in the United States of America with a with a, a high paying, very visible, very well connected job. Her I mean, whoever else, she doesn't need you to refer her. Who does is Maria is is are these women, are these black women who consistently have their their talent question have their their prowess, their worthiness question, um, or and, and just cast away as, as a diversity hire because ESPN, you know, has a shitty inclusion policy. Kendrick, it, yes, ESPN should face a lot of the culpability for setting that up and 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 essentially using Richard and um and Kendrick um as their buffer, as their front. But I'm putting a lot of that on them too for allowing themselves to be used that way. Kendrick did the same shit that um, that like Terry Crews found himself in trouble for when Gabrielle Union was talking about what she was facing at NBC. Oh, well, you know, they were good to me, so I don't really know what she's talking about. You're not going to know what she's talking about. Yeah, you, you are a Black human, but you are a Black man, and you still have a level of superiority in this hierarchical right. A black woman, and you know that. And Kendrick just, and it, like in you guys' spaces, um, I think, uh, Iman, you were like, so, you know, you avoided the conversation for lack of, you know, out of fear. He's like, okay, well, you know, it wasn't fear. I just, I just can't come up here and lose my job. You were literally afraid of losing your job. Like, that's exactly what yeah. it was. And then, my, my, and then, like, who are you trying to, to placate? Who are you trying to keep this job for? Little do you know if you would man up, put your chest out and, and ride for the people that are asking you to kind of be there for them. They will support you. Black people are going to have your back if you just appear and show up for them. But no, you're so worried about keeping Rachel happy, keeping Disney and ABC and those people happy when they don't care about you. They will put you, like you said, on front street and make you you know, the face of their of their dirt. And it's it's yeah. sick. I it was it's, it was really unfortunate because I was on the stream. It was Sandy and I went on the stream together. Like in the middle of the season, 
as soon as Kendrick came, so I had deactivated my Twitter account. And as soon as Kendrick came, I was on, I was on this like side Twitter account and people kept following me on there. Cause I was coming at like me and Sandy were just yelling at everybody essentially for like hours at that point. And um, as soon as Kendrick came on there, I was like, okay, there's way too many things happening. Let me just switch over to my new account. And I happened to do that at the same time that he had come on. So it was like a really unfortunate thing where I wasn't on stage and I just listening to Sandy go at him. And I'm like, he He came in in the middle of her spiel, right? So Sandy was going hot. And as soon as he came in, he was really defensive. And I don't know what brought him in. I don't know if people said that we were talking about him or what, but he came in incredibly defensive and refusing to listen to her speak. And I'm sitting there in the audience, like trying to like get Twitter to connect because honestly, spaces, Twitter, get your ish together like that. It's failing. But I was trying to get on there. Because I'm sitting here and I'm like, I think he's missing the entire point. I think he's missing the entire argument. Because you can tell me I don't want to lose my coin. I don't want to do this. Whatever. Okay, sure. I don't care about that. You not understand that they're using you as a pawn. And do you feel comfortable with that? Because you could stay neutral and you can shut up. That's what Sandy kept saying. Why didn't you just shut up? Which is my whole point. It's like, if you say, hey, I don't want to mess up my bag. Why does, you know, this person and that person, Adrian Wojnarowski is not being asked to do this or this other white person is not being asked to do this. Like, I don't care if that's your point. Why do you have to defend Rachel? Why do you have to go to the other extreme? And are you comfortable knowing that your company is using you as a pawn they are using you as a pawn to cover for rachel in that moment and is that something that you feel comfortable with i don't care that you have to only defend your wife if that's the case if you're only here to defend your wife why are you defending rachel's are you married to rachel is she your wife that you're talking about right. the whole time? like i didn't understand how you can on one hand say i'm only here to defend my wife but we're talking about you defending Rachel. How can yeah. that be the case? Do you not see how there's a disconnect? And that's, I'm just sitting there in the audience being like, I need to ask him these questions. Like I had so many things. And, and then he leaves after two minutes because he couldn't take it and joined other spaces to talk crap about Sandy. Um, but I mean, like it was, it was just a frustrating moment where I'm listening to Sandy or like, talk to him and him just refusing to understand that he is being used as a puppet and a pawn by a corporation. And it's fine if he doesn't want to lose. I don't care. Like whatever. Sure. The owner shouldn't be on you. Fine. I get it. You can make that your argument, but you don't have to go and defend Rachel. That is where. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
you're being used as a puppet. And is that something that you feel comfortable with? Is that something that you're fine with? That's what I didn't understand. Right. Iman, I, I love what you said on, on Dishes the other day where you was like, you know, Rachel has become some sort of like white victim and it's been like really weird. Yeah, that's, yeah that is another thing that's been bothering me. But, but, but he and others, they played the part in making her the victim. Mm -hmm. yeah. instead, of, instead of letting the issue stand as the issue, when, you, when your ass come riding in on the horse... Like you're a cast member from Django. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listen. What do we expect? Listen, because this is tried and true <laughs> when it comes to a certain population of men in the black community. Yep. This is oh, this gosh. is what it is. And this is what because guess what? What what did yeah. multiple men say? Oh, she put me on. She, she put me on the show. She put me on. Okay, she put you on. You're there now. Right. You're there. Who are so you helping put on? So, so either no, but the whole thing is where I what I was saying to Siobhan and those guys. For me, yeah. I would have rather him say yes. You don't need to say a word. Yeah, that's you don't need. You don't. You don't need to condemn. You don't need yep. to. You don't need to do anything because none of that. But as he kept saying to you guys, it has nothing to do with me. But you inserted yourself into it yes. when you threw that cape on your back. Yeah. And you and, and and you know you you want to be Captain Save a Ho, and now all of a sudden you're looking real stupid because people calling you out. Sandy, that's what it really is. He was like, "Do do y'all not understand me and Richard Jefferson as a black man? Do y'all do you not understand you and Richard Jefferson sir, as a black as, man? As a black First of all, man. we've been raised. And, 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 and my and my whole thing is years. <laughs> Go ahead, Sandy. I'm sorry. And my old, my my issue my issue is that these are you know they have a level yeah. of pack on the street poor like average Joe like Perk is a fifteen year NBA veteran you like you are an NBA champ. If you speak up, your voice has some level of power. You're, you're not going to sit there and act like you're just some regular ass nigga. You're not. Right. And what but the way he was talking to you, like he had yeah. no power. The off is that I, I feel like they think that enough. Sandy's cutting. Okay, so that's not just for me. To just have the rep. Can you hear me? You're, cut you're cutting in and out, but keep going. I think chat can hear you. It's. No power. Oh, I just need coin for my my me and my family. Yeah. I think yeah. so. Chat, can yeah. you hear chat if y'all can hear Sandy? Uh give me yeah, chat says chat says you're cutting out. Uh Shmita Smolnik also says Same. please keep the Django references so we can see G sweat through his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, then he <laughs> ESPN. Can y'all 
Okay, we're gonna we'll work. We can walk on, away, and you'll be completely Sandy's, uh, fine. Sandy's connection okay. better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Alf saying a bunch of things in chat that I can't repeat because he Alf knows what he's doing. Alf's trying to make me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> one of, she's right though. Like you, ha- you, uh, you have a voice. You have a, a platform. You have a presence. Like you can we, either we use also, it say something, the bad thing, or nothing. Like, I'm very least saying nothing. But y'all know what? At the very least, say nothing. I'm going to keep it. I'm just, I I have to keep it real. Like with, with the whole fact that like, we know he has a platform. He knows he has a platform, but why don't you, we sometimes just need to accept people don't give a shit. Mm. Like I'm uh, call it what it is. He doesn't care. The fact that he showed up in the middle of the spaces in the middle of the conversation. Yeah. And then proceeded proceeded to play Captain Save-A-Hole yet again, after you already did it in front of millions of people on national TV, now you come into Al Gore's internet and doing <laughs> no. it. So you don't care. He we didn't care. And, and, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care now. No. He doesn't. I I genuinely don't think he understands it. Listening to his arguments, it felt like he didn't understand what would be after him because he just decided to get offensive. And I just like, so like, just wanted him to sit and listen instead of be defensive in that moment. But he refused to. And I mean, I don't know. It's just the same thing. Like, I all over the place like black women ride for every other group Mm. of people on this planet (laughs) and when we need people to ride for us we largely have to look at each other or look for each other to do so or for the queer community to do so because queers be up and about riding for everybody as well too and again at the very least Perk could have said anything. And my beef with Amin in his, <clears throat> oh, well, let me tell you about all the people Rose was stepping on. Sure, you could have told us that before the smoke was at your door. You waited till someone had something to exactly. say about you now and your to this situation. Now you want to throw Woj under the bus. You could have gave us Woj's dirt and still broke from Maria and, or, and still said nothing. You had you I think that you felt like you want to say, why are you just sitting on, you know, stacks of receipts from Woj, you know, uh, you know, uh making it difficult for other black people? You could have let those receipts fly too, but no, you waited until someone had something to say to you about the piss poor way that you responded to the situation to then go and throw what that was disingenuous bullshit too. Like the whole thing mm-hmm. from so many of the talking heads who had something to say pissed me off. Thoroughly. Amin's bothered me so much because his whole thing was, I take up for my friends. I take up for my friends. I'm going to defend my friends because that's how I sleep at night. (laughs) What? No. If my friend says something that is racist, if my friend does something that is wrong, I'm going to check my friends. You check them immediately. I'm not going to come up with right away. His first thing, as soon as the story broke, was a tweet defending Rachel and being like, this says nothing bad about Maria. Nobody needed you to put on a cape for Rachel right now. We're not, that's what we need it. That's what we're talking about. conversation. Um, but th- that's what they did. And it's unfortunate that all of these, it's unfortunate that Kendrick does what he does and Amin does what he does and T-Mac does what he does, so on oh, and so forth, because Steven now Jackson. we're left talking about them. Steven Jackson. Steven yeah, Jackson yeah. does what he does. Now yeah. we're left, and first of all, the idea that like everyone outside of Amin that we just named are basketball players. They're former NBA players. 
What does it say that she's nice to you? What does it say that she is your friend? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) That means nothing to the conversation. That is that provides no value to what we're talking about right now. And it's and it's frustrating that they're allowed to sort of frame it in that way. It's frustrating that ESPN expects us to listen to former NBA, like not for I guess you're never a former champion. NBA champion Richard Jefferson. We We should redact championships. We should redact Bill's championship. (laughs) We should redact Kendrick Perkins championship. If Middleton win one, we redact his championship. We should be doing this. <laughs> Let's not put that in the air. He's not winning one. Uh, that sounds good. Um, but, um, but it was like, it's so, like, it, like the idea that they don't understand that, like, it doesn't matter that she's nice to you, that provides nothing to the conversation that we're having about her disparaging and demeaning a black woman in a moment and questioning whether she deserves the job that she has. Like, that has nothing to do with you, former NBA player. Um, but like also all of them throwing on the cape has turned all of our focus to them yeah, and away from yeah, Rachel, yeah. Rachel, who is the person who said the racist exactly. thing. Yeah. And that's so unfortunate that they've made themselves the story and have allowed her to sort of step back. And now yeah. it's us fighting like, black men don't stand up for black women becomes the story when it's really look at how feminism exactly. is some bullshit and look at how racist it is. Like yeah. I like yeah. oh. The idea that like we need women in spaces and we need more women here. That is always going to be white women. The second that it's black women look exactly what happens. That's what the conversation should be about. But instead we're left talking about black men not standing up for black women and not protecting black women when they um are in these spaces too. Rachel did the peak white woman feminist. And, 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 you know, I know a bit of that too, from the female side of it. So like, if you can recognize that you have dealt with these same things as being a white woman, you've dealt with your level of disenfranchisement as a white woman. How is it lost upon you? The shit that Maria is having to deal with or face being a black woman. I, I I do not understand if you if you have to give her more things to do. Like even that was super like dismissive and, and very like like reduced. First of her. all, not even like a not even a job. That bitch said more things. More to things do. to do. Like what are you doing? What are you talking about? She does more things and better than you do. More what things to do. Can you explain to me how to not work? Rachel can sit back and say, as a woman, my life has been this much harder, right? Like it's been this hard for me to get to this point because ESPN has this issue with well, they're they're not welcoming no women. But you're gonna tell me that a black woman, so she's black and she's a woman, and now has a leg up. Like, what's the math there? Is it a double negative creates a positive? Like, what are we doing here? The math, now, the math, the math is nothing. Imani, the math ain't math. It ain't math. It, it doesn't make sense. It made me sad. Like, the entire thing. And, like, A, like, how all of ESPN's white colleagues, like, haven't had to say shit, right? It's all on what's Mm -hmm. Perk saying? What's Richard Jefferson saying? What's Jalen Rose? Yeah, but, like, Zach Lowe doesn't have to say shit or, like, all these people don't have to say anything. It's like, not my problem. Which is, like. Nobody's calling Max Kellerman. For his, you know. for his two cents. Like what? What I I I found that like I'm like what do we? Why are we like going to the, every black person and say like what do you think and holding a microphone? It's like it, it feels that's really been bothering weird. Me so much. That's been bothering me so much. And like at the same time, you feel failed every single time that they come out yes. in defense of Rachel yes. Nichols. But, yes. And then I sit back and I'm like, 
like we're not asking Zach Lowe. We're not asking Adrian Wojnarowski. We're not yeah. asking Max. Didn't Max Woj say that she's a bad teammate? Was that real? Woj didn't say she's a bad teammate. Woj, you're a bad teammate Right. That's why he pulled what Yeah. Because Woj was like, listen, Woj was like, that bitch don't pass. Woj beef with a congressman. He doesn't fuck around. I was making fun of me that I went and found four black women. Uh, <laughs> Papa snaps in chat saying, I need more G. We're missing the male perspective here. <laughs> uh, Alf also said, Black women carry my show. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it's true. This is true. No, it's super unfortunate. Like, it was just from the whole thing, just was like really like sad to sit and see you in the backdrop of like all of the bullshit that's happening with the Olympics and then this ESPN stuff, like it was super disheartening. Like black people, specifically black women, black queer people are often the butt and the subject of so much bullshit, but then have to then come out and, and speak nice and, Oh, well, I'm okay. I accept like we have to be the oppressed and then like make the oppressors and the people that do the shit to us. You gotta feel make better. them feel comfortable. And feel make right, them feel more comfortable, comfortable themselves for fucking us over. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. I cannot, I will not. I mean, but that's how it goes. I mean, you make, you, you make everybody fight each other and then white, white men don't have to do anything. Right. It, no. That's just white supremacy. One Oh one. And, it's, it's, and it's, then when you need a woman in place, you'll find a white woman in that spot. But yeah. that's what bothered me so much but about that's what Kendrick, diversity higher though. <laughs> yeah, and white women being allowed to be diverse. That's your diversity that's just, that's higher. The if you're going to turn the conversation, let it be that. Because, but that's what bothered me so much about what Kendrick then said in other spaces away from ours was how Sandy and her demeanor, how upset she was in that moment oh. would mean that she's never going to make it in other spaces or anything like that. Like we are not allowed to be upset. I could never get it. I'm never going to get a job. All oh, of that stuff. Sandy, like that's an angry black woman. Yeah. He, 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 mm. That's exactly what he did in that moment. Oh, so we're talking, the, the we're things, talking about a the, white, the whole conversation, hold on the one things, second. The whole conversation <laughs> is about a white woman weaponizing her whiteness at the expense of other black people and the second that a black person gets mad at that and the second that a black person feels angry about that we're the ones who are unprofessional we're the ones who can never get a job how does that like white supremacy is so like pervasive and insidious that you find it at every level to the point that a black man is going to use it against a black woman to defend and continue to defend a white woman who started this all off by recognizing her whiteness and defending the black person it's ludicrous and i don't know how he didn't get that it's sorry Andy. <laughs> that was saying. crazy Go like ahead. when they went no it's all right it's it's all right it's all right when they went into the other spaces it was it was interesting and i kind of wish i'd kind of jumped in there uh because it turned into a conversation Girl, about who i'm sleeping with and <laughs> that i'll never get a job at espn because of the way that i talk and <laughs> no but i kind of i know i would have ended it but yeah. the point That's being that felt. like it instead of having a conversation about how per about how pervasive like white supremacy is and how pervasive like whiteness as a whole is they're having a conversation about what i'm doing as an individual and why my my statement to a black man to stand up for and that was wild to me do you guys not see how fucked up like do you guys not see how fucked that up that is that that 
God forbid I have the audacity to tell a black man who's front facing, who's who is like representate re- representing us that hey, maybe don't like co-sign the white lady that's fucking racist. Yeah. Maybe shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I'm getting attacked for that. Yeah. Well, that's- are y'all crazy? What's wrong with y'all? Like, like. But anyway, then, then he's condemning it. you mm. for for not speaking yeah. and for not placating and not being you know docile. You won't get a job at ESPN because you're too. I don't want a fucking job at ESPN. I don't. Maybe <laughs> I. Maybe I'm I don't in my thank abilities you. and the people that I've curated around me. Maybe I can build my own shit. I don't. Ha- I'm not going to play your game and sit where you like just cozy the hell up to. That does. I don't want that. Yeah. Oh, this is that idea it's like, to make okay right and then what right and then exactly shut then up. you're going through this you're right. going through this shut up and do the dance go ahead sorry you're doing you're going through this but the idea is that he because he's there he's making the assumption everybody want to do what I'm doing everybody wants to be what I you know what I'm trying to do because like realistically like you're not blowing anybody's socks away with the shit you're talking on TV. No, you're not. For instance, across the board, let's 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 be a hundred percent about like what they're rolling out there every day. We so let, let's not act like you're doing some award-winning shit that nobody else can do. And also the fact that you think that highly of yourself. Right. That's a whole nother problem as to why I initiate the idea. It's not that he don't know. It's not the idea that he doesn't want to know. It's not the idea that he can't learn. He doesn't care. If he's comfy, that's what he cares about. He had what he doesn't realize is that they gave your ass a high chair at the table. <sighs> we build the fucking table, we bring the table, we build the chairs, and we bring people with us as black women to sit at our table. Every time. See, he doesn't understand that. They gave him a fucking high chair, which means they're feeding you the bullshit. Yep. And wanting to watch you act out and, and be the little caricature right. that they like you to be, be the personality, big, bold, loud black man, knows what he's kind of talking about, but doesn't really speak, you know, the King's English, all that great, but he's personable, he's relatable. Like you are upon, you are the face that they want yep. you to be. And it's sad that you are just allowing, if that's what you want to do, if that's how you want to be perceived and used, cool. Don't assume Sandy or anybody else wants that and, and should be playing by the standard you play to get there. You give people crumbs to maintain status quo. And as long as like people are willing to maintain the structure of like patriarchal white supremacy and you have people in place, you give a few people seats at the table to kind of be your mouthpieces to keep things in place. And that's kind of how the entire operation runs. And it's unfortunate that, you know, we have to sit here and have these conversations, whether it's about, you know, men raping and abusing women that are in positions of power or whether it's, you know, white women, you know, upset that black women get opportunities. I feel like, you know, we do this song and dance all the time. And it's just, it's in the playground of sports. I mean, much less like when in in real positions of actual like legislative power, how this also happens. It's just, you know, we don't, give a shit right but like that's happening everywhere right and, and all these iman i think it was you it was like you can google like any nba owner and sexual harassment yeah. and it's like the first hit that you get off off anybody right and all these people all these billionaires and all these like politicians and, and lawmakers and everything are in like these seats of power that you know perpetuate the system that you know again 
at the end, it's two women fighting for scraps, right? It's who gets to do a, the job at the finals, which, by the way, that they took away from another woman because they're like, yeah, you can have Doris' job. And I was like, damn, yo, what Doris? Do I have Doris getting like, so? And it's because. Meanwhile, not be taking shit from Doris. I mean, yeah. <laughs> women, because like Perk is not taking Rachel's job. Like, like all these people, these analysts, quote unquote, like they don't put women in an analyst role, right? That women are to be on the sideline. Women are to be the hosts of the halftime show and the studio show. Meanwhile, they have John Barry fucking doing halftime shows for years. It's like, why the fuck is, what the fuck does John Barry know? What does Chris Broussard know, right? Like all these bozos that oh don't know God. anything like they, they you know shout out to Nikaias. they can't fucking point out a spain pick and roll like and you know there's actual qualified women who can do that and like of course rachel and maria and doris right they all have to take the same damn job malika because they're not allowed to be in you know the other seats the perk seats the richard jefferson seats and rachel knows that and perk knows that and richard jefferson knows that and all these people know is candace parker the only like ant like woman who's an analyst and that's only because he's an actual athlete yeah. and knows what the fuck yeah. he's talking about. And I, yeah. <laughs> the only right. analyst in the W, I, like, LaChina, well, I don't, is LaChina just sideline or like does LaChina analyst or is she an analyst? Like, there, I don't know. But in the league, yeah, there's like one job that five women have to fight over, which is the issue there. Rachel, you ever stop and like, you are a black woman or white woman covering like predominantly black league? There's a whole conversation to be had about why that's a thing too. Like it's it's so much. Is it? Because it ain't happening. That well, conversation is never happening at ESPN. Oh, but, but it's there to be had. No, it's there to be <laughs> yeah. had. But yeah. but we, it's peak I mean, neoliberalism. That's what it is. Right, it's, it's peak. Yeah, none of these things. All the all of these things are basically like dust in the wind. Because. Literally, what did they do? They 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 canceled the jump the other day. All right, girl, okay, she probably got so that paid. That that's probably a paid holiday for her. Right. I'm sure it is. It but, but travel that's day, the whole so point. they get to Phoenix. That's the whole point. Like she's gonna be gone long enough for people to forget that. Yeah. She's not gonna. Yeah. Lose they that messed job. up. No. Well, the point is, yeah. like, I don't. I listen. I never thought in the beginning she should have lost her job. They should have did the proper recourse mm-hmm. with that, with, with her and all of these issues. That's what they should have did instead of, you know, dancing out Richard and Perk on the show. Because what should have happened is they could have did a, they could have t- took that moment and had a round table. And no, there we don't go. need any basketball players in this round table. Guess what? Keep your mind, I respect your opinion on this. Yeah. But the problem is how many (laughs) but the problem is how many black people does ESPN have that aren't former players? There you go. (laughs) Maria Taylor, Malika Andrews. They they have to they have to put in black they have to put in players if you're going to yes, the only (laughs) ones are are women. How many black men are not even players? Like it's most of the black men are players. On on everything, even on the NFL side too. It's like and like that's that's why I keep coming back to like we need to make sure that the conversation continues to fall on Rachel's comments because when we continue to talk about that and what she said, we're also looking at okay, well, what does ESPN look like? 
who are the people that actually have the jobs? What is a real, like, does diversity quota exist? And if it does, why does it, why does something like that exist? And you look around, you're like, everyone is white. Every sideline reporter is white. Every person, like, every commentator is white. And this is a conversation that we were having earlier where uh, we were talking about the need for a diversity quota and what that actually means. And I'm talking about like hiring practices and whether it's like white women fit whatever sort of Western beauty standards. So we're going to throw them on our television. Um, And if you're black, you've got to be biracial because that fits also. And so we're throwing you on television and all of that other stuff. So like ESPN has hiring practices in place that will always center someone Mm -hmm. like you said, a Rachel Nichols. So yeah. when we're talking about a diversity quota, Rachel, which one did you need to get to where you are? Right. Because Maria had to climb so much further than that. Maria is probably the only person that I can, one of the only people I can think of that is unambiguously black. Right. Like one yes that's a woman. Yes, like right. a, a full, yeah. like, and that yeah, is pretty not much, uh, right? So, it, it just like it's unfortunate that we're getting like and and this is the fault and I think maybe ESPN knew what they were doing I don't think so ESPN seems like they stumble into um, new mistakes and new problems every single second um, I just feel like <laughs> I, like it feels like a child kind of running in a little bit um, but it it like we're waste like just I hate that Kendrick is becoming the story and I get why he needs to be I get why we need to be talking about this but. Rachel should continue to be the story because what happens is we will forget. We will move on to the next thing and Rachel will be back in, you know, maybe I don't think she'll close out this finals, but the start of next year, everyone's going to forget this story and we're going to move on. She'll be back. Exactly. And we got a whole bet. Let me just say this before I, cause I, I've been wanting to complain about this for years. We got (laughs) an entire basketball show Mm. full of monologues Mm. and ex players and yet, I haven't learned one thing watching this show. That shit. So, so, there's, so, and not to say that she's not good at what she does, because I don't really know what they want her to do, but she's doing what she's doing, right? Fair. Very fair. Um, fair. That's a great way to put that. But I, I, I have, I, I, I just, I, I take, I take <laughs> issues with the fact that you know, all right, girl, if it's in your contract that states you're supposed to be doing X, Y, and Z, then you was just supposed to go off about that contract. Mm, That's yeah. it. So I'm not saying you racist, but you racist adjacent. Adjacent. If you're going to make those comments, you are racist adjacent. Now, I ain't going to call you full on racist. Not yet. We'll see how this goes. I might change my stance tomorrow, but you're, you're, but you, you definitely sit at the table with it. That apology was some bullshit. It wasn't even an apology. It was like, sorry y'all found out about it. Maria. Yeah. Oh my God. But you said she has a show with monologues. It is a narrative based show. You're telling me that you couldn't have it's not like they, they're like oh well we don't want to be the story and we're going to talk about the sons and bucks or why your whole show is always a 20 minute monologue about ruth bader ginsburg or something <laughs> else that we don't care yes. about so like why yes. can't it have been this why didn't yeah, you think because yeah. here's the thing like you said i don't think that like she needed to be canceled or fired or right, anything like yeah, that i'm right. not going to call you a full-on racist but here's what it was it was implicit bias And that is something that every white person needs to work on. Because here's the thing. We all grew up under white supremacy. We all have to work on this. It's all things that like every human being needs to work through. And as black people, we work on it at a much younger age because it affects us personally. Right. But 
white people do not have to work on it. So it continues to fester. It continues to grow to the point where you feel comfortable saying that she's at that point because of a diversity hire. So it's on you to say, hey, I messed up. Because here's what I saw in my timeline. I saw so many white people being the ones to kind of defend Rachel Nichols in that instance and blame ESPN and all sorts of other things like that. Yes, ESPN is to blame. We can have that, but that's a separate conversation. Mm -hmm. The conversation we need to be having is about Rachel's implicit bias. Rachel's what, what did you call it? Racist adjacent, adjacent. action there, comment. <laughs> um, like that's the conversation that needs to happen. And Rachel wasted a prime opportunity yeah. to actually talk about it on her show where what she does is talk about these issues. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, you have a show that does this well. I think Rachel does it well. I think her narrative-based stuff is, I don't watch it because I don't actually care to learn about it. But when it makes the timeline, I'll click on it, two minute video, it right, does it well. Right. Um. So you you have a show where you do this well and you wasted the perfect opportunity to have this conversation because it's very clear based off of what I'm seeing on Twitter, what I'm seeing in my timeline, there are a lot of white people don't get it. But if you say it, maybe they will because they haven't been listening to us for how many hundreds of years. They need you to be the one to say it, just like they need you to be the one to say George Floyd died in a way that we can't allow to have happen in this country or anywhere in the world. So let's go out and march. They need you to say that. You felt comfortable saying that on stage. Well, feel comfortable saying this because this is the racism that I say a lot of us have to deal with on a regular basis. Yes, I've been called the N-word. Yes, I've had to deal with like the outlandish racism, but the racism that I deal with on a daily basis is much closer to Rachel mm-hmm. Nichols micro, than it is. It's, it's microaggressions, Covert. 100%, way closer to Rachel Nichols than it is to some MAGA man. So this is a wasted opportunity for Rachel Nichols. I don't know if the jump happened today. I didn't see anything yeah, like yeah. that. So yep, yep. it did? Yeah, somebody in chat said, Woody, 1547 in chat said Rachel was on the jump today. Okay, well, I, I, I hope sometime soon, I don't think it happened today, but I hope you use this opportunity to actually talk about what happened. And the only way that happens maybe is if we don't shut the fuck about it. Yeah. Right. I feel like literally by them canceling it one day mm. and then allowing it to come back, like they must all think we're in men in black. And Will Smith just walked up and said, <laughs> It was damage oh, control, Tiff. That's all it was. <laughs> It was damage control. That's all that they. I told you, ESPN is a bunch of children just like not exactly. knowing how to put out the fires that they started. Yeah, but they they didn't even control it. Yeah. It was like, but it, you know, but it says a lot. Um, at the end of the day, all of this says a lot about we know what ESPN is. We've been known. We know, but regardless of had that that you know how the video leaked, it leaked. We heard mm-hmm. it. Um, this is who she is. When people show you who they are, believe them. Because she had the opportunity to say, I need to address this. I messed up. I need to address this. I was wrong. And let me tell you why I was wrong. Yep. You know, and and honestly, I was going to be like, all right, Rachel, I'm listening to your I need to do better. I need to learn more. I'm listening and learning. (laughs) I'm listening and learning. I have the books. Why are all the black children? I'm listening and learning. (laughs) Like like, I I was prepared for it and I was ready for it because at least it's like, all right, girl, you got to take a step some kind of way. Yes or no. By her not. Go ahead. No, go go ahead. No, you go. Yeah. I was just going to say, but by her not addressing it in a timely fashion, then that shows us who she is. It's the, no, I don't need to. And I don't need to meet you to know I'm seeing it yeah. in real time. 
That's the, selective, the selective ally, allyship to to poke your chest out and, and speak however vehemently you want against um, police brutality. Black Lives Matter. You mm-hmm. champion those causes because they are, are at, at least in this current moment, they are outright the right thing to do. Right. But the the you had the chance to bite a bullet that you shot at yourself like you had a chance to to take to absolve some of that in a, in a real in a genuine way a genuine way that showed like some actual understanding with what you did and and yeah so 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 maybe maria taylor you know lands on her feet she's going to be fine but like that pervasive attitude that pervasive mindset like you said you're seeing it on the timeline like as as long as she doesn't confront and and speak for what she did what she said it's just going to continue to fester like you said and just you know act as if nothing was wrong and and like it, it, nothing nothing gets solved, nothing gets remedied, nothing gets fixed, and we just brush it under the rug. Um, white women are gonna do what white women do, and then we just gonna keep moving along. And that that needs and black to, men will defend. And black men will defend. <laughs> I think when you like and own more than just white women will do what white women do, or more than like nothing was wrong with like what she did. I think beyond that, they turned her into a victim, a martyr. That's yes. what I thought. Yes. And I was just like, how, like, you allowed her to weaponize her whiteness and turn problem. that into her white right. victimhood. Right. That's like every little bit of white feminism that we need. <laughs> like, that was, they just did the whole circle of it. I'm like, she said something racist and now we've turned her into a right. victim of right. ESPN. Now I'm supposed to feel ESPN. bad because she I'm supposed racist. to feel bad because she was, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, oh, well, it's competition. And I'm like, here's the thing. I've been in a lot of competition. Never did it turn me racist. No. No, it never happened to me. You know, my life. But if you look at what you just said, like, there's so many underlying things in, in in this whole thing that deals with Rachel, and I and and I don't want to be the person to say this, but I'm the person to say this. If you look at you know what happened with George Floyd, if you look at all the things that spurred the Black Lives Matter movement, do you guys realize like? The common denominator is black men. Yes. The common denominator with her is black, black men. men. Yeah. I'm gonna leave it with I'm gonna leave it there. Black men get upset when when black women and black queers say that like all black men want to do is be the white people of the black community. But like that be true at a lot of a lot of points. Like just want to feel like they've attained a level of success to where they are. Um, not held as account. Well, well, they do it. They do. It. They just want to a lot of times just be able to get away with the same things that their white counterparts do. One, not understanding that you'll never be right. able to get away with stuff they do, no matter what level you that you arrived at. It's not how that's going to work. And at any point that it's public relation, you know, to go and to be young from you, which it, it will be. And it's just, I don't, it's just like super sickening. People want to sit at the table. They just don't want to bring us along with. They want to bring right? us. It's like you, like as a mar- as a person, as a part of a marginalized group. What you want is to be closer to the center. You are black men are closer to the center than black women. Yes. Um, 
and black straight men, I should say, black cis straight men are closer to the center than black women. And you want to be closer to that center, but you are not going to bring us along with you. It's the same thing that we're watching Rachel Nichols do. It's the same conversation at the center is still our, our patriarchal society and at the center is still our white supremacist society. And we're on the outside looking in and no one is trying to bring us a seat at the table. And right. they're ready to sort of close it out on us because by defending a white woman, you're kind of closer to that center. Yeah. And these are millionaires. <laughs> like that's not. That's and another, they're rich. <laughs> that's another part of this that is like yeah. under discussed. So it's like these are yeah. these are these are people that have benefited the fruits of kind of the top of you know capitalistic right. society, right? And athletes are some of the few people that don't. The, the, I think maybe the only profession that you don't have to that you can amass yep. wealth yep. without exploitation. Right, that that might be one different. Of, different class. The only. Too. Yeah, except yeah. for Stephen Curry's first contract, or second contract, <laughs> second contract. Let's um, we have we have a little bit of time um left here. Iman and Sandy have been very very gracious um yeah by, by coming through. Uh, Iman, before before you guys get out of here, would you like to give us your thoughts Shut on Chris Middleton in the finals Shut. so far? Who? That that guy <laughs> that uh somebody somebody NBA likes them a lot on Twitter. They they write a column. They host some rinky dink podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve Jones. I love you. Steve had the most um, amazing tweet the other day. <laughs> Nikaya had said something about a 30 year old and Steve goes, let me check his age, waited five minutes and then responded that tracks that fucking set. That's me. funny. <laughs> Your boy balled out. I'm on. He did. He had a good game. I had to do a pod about it too yesterday too because I was asked. I was asked to do. Um, I was asked to do a, a podcast, and I was just like, Chris Middleton played well, but here's the thing: so did Brooke Lopez, and but every time the Brooke Lopez is a top three buck, I get to make fun of one of the top three bucks. So it would just turn into a little bit of Drew Holiday slander, and I I had fun with that. As long as I get to slander someone in the top three, but like mainly Chris Middleton because ESPN came out. That was ESPN looking out that he's been Larry and ever since that came, um, it's just been a lot of Chris Middleton hate. It's been it's it's it's. Um, it, uh, Sandy, did you did you see how ESPN or said like, oh, you know, uh, DeAndre Ayton, the first person to debut in the finals with 15 and 15, <laughs> when literally Giannis did it the same game. I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that? to say anymore, bro. Like, <laughs> I was like, the damn xenophobia. Yeah, God damn, hilarious. poor, poor Giannis. What he do? Those people are not serious. They're not serious about their no. job. <laughs> they hate, they hate the Africans, man. They want to get the Africans out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my God. What? Like, You're all forgetting the Africans. Out. First of all, I learned that DeAndre Ayton is half Nigerian, half Jamaican. Oh, so so he, okay. he's, he's Nigerian as well. Tiff, Siobhan. I know. Oh, okay. Right there with that, with those credentials. Okay, Did you okay, guys okay. see? Okay, I didn't know that. Gabe Vincent made the Nigerian <laughs> I know, besides eyeing him. Wait, who made what? Gabe Vincent made the Nigeria Select team. He's part of the 15-man roster that'll get cut. I to saw 12. that. 
to play? Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> he invested in Nigerian? Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. The Heat F3, KZ Akpala, Precious Achua. We got like and, 12 Nigerians on our team. Y'all were stock, wow. <laughs> stocking up just like the Raptors were trying to get Giannis. We can do like a heat, a heat intermediate. Wow, there's a like lot of Niger boys in the, in the NBA. Like, I, yeah. Iman, that was yeah, a storyline okay. for much of the year that 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 the Heat were doing this on purpose. So that's well, that's why that's why they traded four second round picks for KZ Paul and they kept Gabe Vincent around. That was like legit a Heat Twitter story. That's so funny. What a concoction. Honestly, I have beef with Heat Twitter because every time I see Al post something about Kyle Lowry, all I get is like him just tweeting out, like, he's not that old, guys. And I'm like, what are these people talking about about Kyle Lowry? Like, what could the responses be? I can't bring myself to click on the tweet because, like, I don't want to. He's learning how to stand Kyle. Listen, I'm working on him. It's getting thick around here. It's getting it's getting deep around these parts with the with the Kyle Lowry. I know it hurts. I know it hurts. Him. It hurts. Uh, it, it hurts, Alf, man. No, it's Alf so is annoying. Like, no, no, he's like he's been. He, yeah, he's he's been nah. like fighting for Kyle Lowry. But like, I'll see like Isn't that weird. Oh no, you got to keep Tyler Hero. Who are you in it? Buell? You think? No, Alf's not saying you got to keep Tyler Hero. You're gonna trade. No, 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 you got to keep Tyler Hero to like trade him for like. Oh yeah, someone yeah. younger than for Kyle. Harry B. And it's like for Harry B. Oh, that's who it's changed. That's who I want. No, I've been, I've been, I want Kyle and Harrison Barnes so bad. If they get Kyle and Harry, Harry, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Pay no attention to Should the have been. man. Take me out, bro. His, his, his thoughts and ideas are not fully representative. He is the biggest Kyle Lowry fan that's like not a Raptor fan. He's literally my favorite player. Like after Dwayne Wade, he is my second favorite player of all time. That is fact. I love him. I love Kyle Lowry. And anyone who loves Kyle Lowry is good in my books. I like He's him. a Raptor. I don't fan, really know him. To be honest, he's, he's a Raptor fan. You'll be seeing me on your timeline. Yeah. I don't really know him yet because I didn't really watch much Raptors. I mean, I hope you watch some Raptors next year so you can get acquainted with him. They're fun. Nick Nurse does funky things. Oh, Siakam's fun. Tiff, you and Siobhan hate on Pascal. Oh, I like I Pascal. Pascal. I like Pascal. I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be sick. He's good. That hurt. I did not expect to be I on. I thought, we were, I thought we were attacking white women and we're attacking me and Kyle Larry. No, no, no. We are attacking white women. Hold on. I, I have a, I have a funny, I have a funny Pascal story. So I was, uh, I was covering a Raptor shoot around at the AAA. Um, and I, I was, so I'd never covered a shoot around before. Right. And I, I didn't, I'm not very, I don't know a lot of like the local, the beat writers here. The, the only beat writers I know weren't there. Right. So usually like they or, 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 you know, people that I know in heat. So I was, it was just, it was, why would they cover? It was just like Tim Reynolds and, and like Ira at, at Raptor shoot around. And I was trying to get quotes uh, for, for Kyle for something I was working on and, and Nick nurse. And I was doing a Gasol thing and I didn't know I had to leave after a certain point because all the beat writers left. And I was like, I wanted, I, I thought, I didn't know. I'd never been to a shoot around. And then somebody at Raptors PR is like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm, I'm covering. And it's like, no, you can't be here. And I go, Oh, and the guys escorted me out and Pascal's doing stretch. And he looks at me he's like, damn, <laughs> he's like doing like these stretches it was very embarrassing 
Yeah, uh, that's my that's my Pascal story. I don't dislike Kyle. Oh, that's so cute. I don't, dislike him. I don't know that I'm a fan. I appreciate him. I respect him. Yeah. I don't go up for him though. I don't. Iman, do you think mm, that there's any chance that so he's that he stays? There. Do I think there's any chance that he stays as the Raptor? Yeah. Um. Yes, but I think if he stays as a Raptor, we're going to just do the same dance that we did last season, where at the trade deadline, it's just going to be like, what can you get for him? Like, I think if the Raptors sort of offer him something for one year, he'll probably stay here and look to be traded uh, halfway through the season to a contender. Why wouldn't he just sign <laughs> a trade at that point? I don't. I mean, I think that they don't, like, I think the Raptors might be like, hey, can we try to do something with him next year? Let's try to pay him. Let's see what they do. And if they're not good enough by the deadline next season, then trade him away i don't think that like i think both team both parties are fine moving away from each other but i also don't think either party is like you know what i mean like i think yeah, both no, I, would, I think like they like i think that like i'm i think i made my peace with the fact that like kyle's more than likely not going to be a raptor next year but i do see a scenario where he does stay a raptor and remain a raptor and if things don't look good by February, I guess we're gonna have a normal trade deadline next season. Then he'll probably be traded. Then it's weird. I, I don't think it's Just like a conclusion that he's gone. I think that a lot of people have assumed so. And you know, obviously Miami and Philly are like the two. But like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, not getting him. That's not happening. That's not. We still bet. <laughs> Who's mean, not? No. Miami and or, or the Sixers. He can't go to the, if he goes to Philly. I'll self combust. I can't. Not, that's not happening. I cannot have that. Why would you want I'm, to go to? Philly? Why would anybody willingly he's go from to Philly. Philadelphia? Yes. I know, but I'm going to discount the hometown yeah. connection. I don't think he's going to go there. Like, I don't really see any, just because of like the chaos and the always hurt bodies in Philly, mm-hmm. I don't see any free agent saying, I'm going to sign up for Joel and B, who is only going to play 60 to 75 games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Simmons, who may or may not be there. And if he's there, I mean, you know, he ain't shooting. Still won't shoot. Can't but that, shoot. That, like, I think that Kyle Lowry on the Sixers, to me, like, yeah. I'm going to be honest, like, heading into sort of, like, before the trade deadline, I thought that the Sixers were my favorite fit for him. Outside of, like, LeBron James, I'm always going to say, like, LeBron and Kyle together would be the the pairing of my dreams. But um, I thought that he would fit so nicely on the Sixers. I thought it was, like, a seamless fit for them to put. And it was very clear that they needed a point guard, that they needed some floor spacing. Right. And he provides both for them. Takes the ball out of Ben Simmons' hands some um, as well. I just thought... I thought that that's exactly what they needed. I thought it would have been a perfect fit. I kind of see Dallas is a nice fit as well. I ew. would love to see him play ew. alongside Luca. That organization. Ew. Would love to see him play alongside Luca. I just think that there are like ew. lots of nice fits around the league for Kyle. He I seems like, from what I've seen a few times watching him play, yeah, he's more comfortable with the ball in his hands. Yeah. Okay, and he's good off. So, he's good off of it. No, he's he, good off ball. He's a like great, the he's a great hold screener, up, hold up, shooter. G, don't, G, G, don't start, mans- don't start mansplaining. <laughs> I say what I see. Yeah, I, me, me. I get defensive. Great on ball. He's great yeah. on ball. He's great on. From what I've seen, he's great on ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the problem I think there, that's also going to rise with Dallas and Luca. Yeah is that there's not enough opportunity for anybody else. 
That's the that's on if you actually because he gets a lot of assists, but those assists actually don't come in crucial moments when he should be hitting the open man. We're talking about Kyle or Luca. Luca. So okay. I don't see, and I, I that's what I'm saying. Like I think there there's also going to be a problem in Dallas. I don't think there's going to be free agents who are free beating that door down either. Yeah. What Dallas door? Dallas's door. There's a Luca has a very stagnant part to his game, yeah. and it all maybe Duncan might crucial where he does not get all up. who Duncan? Duncan. Yeah, they get uh Dallas gets a certain kind of free agent. It's Chandler Parsons. It's Duncan. There's a there's a, there's a profile. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, they don't. They always have cap space, and they never get anybody. Yeah, but and they end up signing four guys I, for. 35 million every time. Listen, I want to play with a point guard who passes. I'm not standing in the corner. And Luca's a, Luca's a, you got to stand in the corner guy. I don't want that. And most stars who are stars ain't trying to stand in nobody's corner. Did you just call Kyle a star? He is a star. He has a ring. And he was a big part in getting that ring. That wasn't just I, wa- I did watch some of those <laughs> games. It wasn't just Kawhi. So he's yeah. not standing in the corner. He's still got a little lift in him. He's not standing you, there waiting for the ball. Jamal, you, you said you thought he'd be seamless in Philly. You send him to Philly. What do you do? <laughs> Are you just going to camp out in Nakias' podcast all game? <laughs> it's easier to bench him. No, but like... It is, it, it is certainly it's embarrassing to bench him. It's what that is. It's funny to bench him. I think that like I think it unlocks a little bit of what you want from someone like a Ben Simmons it's not like Kyle can't play off ball Kyle's great off ball as well like you said he can use him as a screener I think you can see a lot of like pick and roll action with a guy like Ben I think it just unlocks Ben Simmons game to another level and I think it like also helps Joel Embiid to have an actual point guard there but like I like the fit for like Ben Simmons more just because like you get to see him kind of be a role man a little bit and like release the ball somewhat and actually have some solid playmaking on the team and not force Ben Simmons into this the only point guard role because they need some more playmaking and they need some more ball handling. Philly was um, dying. Bless your heart. With the Joel. Hold up, G. Hold up. I just heart. like I I believe in Ben you Simmons. I ben, haven't given up on him. You you think Ben? <laughs> you think a real poor guard is gonna make that man shoot the ball? It's not. What Ben do you see? Ben? He has great size. And <laughs> has fantastic size. He's got great size. He has great, he has great NBA size. That's <laughs> size. <laughs> he came into the league with that size. Exactly, and that's it. He he is how he came in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're talking yeah, about yeah. height right he is but he's sure. never had a point guard since he's come in also yeah all right so let me just throw, let me just go ahead and throw this in the arena then gee i'm about to cape for you yes um i know first time a black woman ever did that don't ruin it uh bam's never had a real point guard bam's either never had a point guard either so look at that pick and roll that's all i'm saying if, if we want to talk about Somebody being able to play with a real point guard. Hey, I don't, I, I don't mind his fit with Miami either. Like, I just I think you put on team. Kyle is the first time player in the league, in my opinion. Don't ask me how. I'm not going to defend that statement. I can defend but, it. But uh, he is. 
can switch okay. can switch a ton of positions, can shoot the ball <laughs> on the ball or off the ball, really good off the bounce shooter, can defend. You can't really bully him on switches. You can't post him up because he's so strong. He has a good base. He's a great off ball player. To watch people try to post him up though. It's great. Greener, cutter, just tremendous IQ, can get to his spots pretty easy. He's not a guy that'll kill you with quickness, but he does have like acceleration. Like he's just he's plays that he all he reminds me of like old Dwayne Wade when he plays pick and roll like he really like snakes and finds the angles oh man Dwayne and particularly for Miami like he's a guy that can shoot off the off the handoff which is big for them can't hit a guy on the roll Abolish can get that to is the all your offense is. Abolish huh? the handoff, Iman. Is that all your offense? Girl. I was watching the Heat. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. This season, I did not watch a lot of Heat basketball. But I was like, that is all their offense is. I was like, there's nothing else. They don't have a guy who can dribble. Like, literally, Jimmy's the only guy who can dribble. And Goron's never healthy. And Tyler sucks, like, half the time. So. Bam, 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 just, it up into yeah, eight just, feet of open space and yeah. just pick his back. That's it. I was just like, there's nothing else to this. Sandy, I call it the revolving door of dribble handoffs because that's what it is. Yeah, that's it's just, so funny. It's yeah, dribble handoff though. into dribble handoff. That's their secret combo. It's so action. Somebody that's sad. hilarious. Siobhan, <laughs> yeah, with you. But I like that you just said that he could sort it's, of switch up and, I don't and know defend how multiple positions because that was the argument that I was having with a lot of Laker fans when they were like, well, we can't give up some of the other guys on the wings because it leaves us too thin. And I'm like, you can't like Kyle doesn't need to defend once. He's not going to defend once. You're going to put him on someone who's bigger. I was like, l- like I was just trying to pull up tape of like, look at him. JJ look at chris middleton trying to post him up look at like and i was just like talking about like how he's guarded all these guys i'm like they can't do it and none of these laker fans wanted to hear me so i'm happy that heat twitter the very least is someone to defend his rotations are like also incredible like i know like the charge stuff has been well documented but like when you're a small guard you got to be able to rotate and get to your spots early and he's he's really smart at splitting the difference is such is so smart as an offensive player he knows kind of where the ball's gonna be and he gets to the spot early and is good enough to to be able to vacate and, and and close out if he needs to. He's just, I mean, I love him. I don't I don't need to say much more of that. I mean, he's I'm just, scared of him becoming a Heat though because I know how much you guys love Chris Bosh and rightfully so. I get it. I get it. But legend. if two former Raptors have become have become Heats and like I know you guys will never love Larry like you love Bosch it would just hurt in my soul to know that we sent him to Tina but you know Iman like they would they'll love him because you know why why (laughs) why he's a point guard if that man can come here yeah but there's two championships yeah but think about it if it See, that's where you like. I don't think about that. If he can take Bam's game to another level, mm. that's it. That's that to me. That is that is. If it, he can guard positionally and keep Bam under the basket and not having to, girl. If he can read the defense, you know. If he can read hey. the offense, if he can read the defense, if Bring he can just read. <laughs> if he's I a confident and competent player yeah yeah that let me tell you that that works that yeah, works for me. you can give me five assists without like flailing and throwing the ball away i'll take it like i don't care yeah. <laughs> we'll close on yeah, this i was like trying to look at like 
okay, so who do the Heat actually have in their point guard rotation? And I was like, oh, that's more prayers. I think, Tiffany, you're the one who responded to my tweet, and we're like, what? <laughs> Say that again, come again. <laughs> it's Jimmy and Bam. Jimmy and Bam are our point guards. Yeah. You know, people, like, people don't know this, but when you pull up the Heat depth chart, like where you know point guard shooting guard when you when you click point guard it literally says four or four not found (laughs) it's It's hilarious because it's true it's (laughs) i mean some may say it's hilarious others say it's sad and it's why they lost it's why they lost it's a nightmare (laughs) yeah but daryl morey is not getting kyle lowry so anyone anyone else besides daryl morey um, we want to thank Iman and Sandy for being incredibly gracious with their time spending over an hour with us. We normally don't pod this long, but they're so much damn fun and smart and incredible. Please listen to Dishes and Dimes. Right. Read Iman's writing. Iman, a writer? What? We love it. We love I'm to see on a piece. it. I'm working on a piece right now. I just took a break. Oh, let's go. Cute. Where can people read it? Where can people read your stuff? Basketball news. I'm trying to follow in the footsteps of Caius. Basketball news. <laughs> Uh, you're going you're gonna to surpass them easy. Sandy, where Shut can up. people hear your amazing <laughs> takes? Dishes and dimes. I'll say it for Sandy, who is Sandy. on so, so Sandy's, right now. Sandy's had bad connection. You know, what a, what a team player. Uh, for, for for sticking it through with uh, with with bad. Listen, I think there's a storm. Pod, please uh, follow us on Twitter. Appreciate you. I don't know what's going You're on. You're good. Okay, we're good. Listen to this is a time. Basketball news. These are the homies. We love them. Friends of the show. Hangover time tomorrow after the game. Tiff's gonna be on. I think I'm I think I was summoned to be on. Somebody who knows cap. Siobhan's on. I think Moose is on. We're gonna have fun. Alf Brass, all that good stuff. Check out our summer league coverage that's also coming soon. We have lots of fun stuff planned for us. So I'm gonna come on hangover time. Come drink with us. Come have fun. I miss it. I want to come back. You got to come back. Come. We got to get you on. You for we're going to work on that. We're, we're, we're going to work on that. All right. These, everybody has to go. We love y'all. Thanks to Twitch chat audience. Everybody remember, like, subscribe. If you're on uh, YouTube, please helps us algorithm. They suck. Blah, blah, blah. Love y'all. The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready hour foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.